welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Friday, 21st of August. My name is Ben, and joining me on the line is Andrew. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. How are you yourself? Yes, I'm good as well. Happy Friday to you. Um, we were going to do. Thank you very much. We were going to do a podcast earlier in the week with the uh, the news of uh, of a new signing, but typically, and I had dragged the heels, didn't they? You know, probably probably spending <laughs> yeah, three typical. days making a video or something. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about that signing now, and uh, and quite a few other things as well that we'll get to later in in the uh, episode. But yeah, first of all, pretty big news: United splash out on a goalkeeper and uh, it's mm. it's a former blade Aaron Ramsdale Bournemouth's player of the year from last season and he is United's new number one for a, a reported 18 and a half million pounds although uh, I suppose unsurprisingly um, local Sheffield press say it's significantly less than that at least yeah. at least up front um, what was uh, I mean it, you know we we had a a uh, bid rejected about 10 days ago, I think. And then I think last Friday was when the news came out that uh, Bournemouth had accepted a bid. What was your, yeah. I guess, reaction to that and this signing overall? I wasn't actually blown away by it. I think I think the, the Turkish guy was more sort of exotic in a way or, or more exciting because you didn't really know what it was like. But mm. in hindsight, you're thinking, uh, well... You know that'd have been a that would have been a huge risk, especially for the money we were supposed to be paying. It seemed like those two were the the main targets, didn't it? So yeah, I'm all right with it. I don't think he's as uh, as as uh, far on as Anderson was, to be honest. But I don't think we'd have got a goalkeeper who was. I think it's going to be tough not to compare him to Anderson. But it's fairly important that we don't because I think Anderson's one of the best young goalkeepers in Europe. I think Ramsdale's probably one of the best young goalkeepers in England. I think there's a slight difference there. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm. Uh, in fact, I think we talked about Ramsdale briefly a few weeks ago when we looked at the relegated teams and uh, did some sort mm-hmm. of mental cherry picking of their squads. And yeah, yeah, having looked into it more, I mean, he's he's definitely, and I agree. I think whoever plays in golfers next season is not going to be as good as Dean Henderson. Um, last season, Ramsdale was kind of average, really, at Premier League level, and and that's not bad. You know, that's that's kind of good. He's he's twenty two yeah. years old. Uh, that was his first season as a, as a number one, obviously at Premier League level. Um, I don't think there's anything to like worry about in terms of like, oh, he played for you know a team that conceded sixty two goals and they got relegated. I don't think any yeah. of that was down to him. It's just when you do compare oh. him to Henderson. Yeah, he sort of does slip behind in uh, in a lot of categories. Um, I will. I'll just rattle off some of the the sort of comparative stats because I think we I think we probably do need to compare them just because like just almost to prepare ourselves. Really, you know, we've gone through two seasons yeah. of excellence and now we're signing the next guy. I suppose yeah. um, there is a stat called post shot expected goals, uh, which basically is the expected goals of all the shots that are on target. Um, mm. And this is a, a good stat to measure how a goalkeeper does against other goalkeepers, because obviously, if a shot is off target, then you know you've got nothing to save. So, um, footballref.com, which comes from uh, user Statsbombs data, does basically post shot xG minus the actual goals allowed. So it's kind of it's kind of how many goals should you have conceded versus how many you actually conceded. Um, mm. Henderson was brilliant in this. He was uh, sixth in the whole league. Um, basically, he basically saved uh, four or five goals above the average. Someone like Debravka um, was worth ten goals to Newcastle. He was like the absolute best in the league. And then at the at the kind of flip side of that, you got Kepper, who was I think he was minus ten, so actively yeah. harmed his team. Ramsdale is 
is essentially right around average. He faced 62.1 XG of chances and considered 62 goals. So, you know, you might look at that and go like, well, so what? I mean, that's that's like, it's not very good, is it? But it basically means he did essentially everything that was asked of him. Mm. Um, percentage of crosses stopped into the box. Ramsdale ranked 14th. Henderson was fifth. So again, a uh, big difference there. In terms of sweeping outside the penalty area, pretty much the same. Um, Ramsdale 14th and there's Henderson 12th. Um, I will say Ramsdale seems to be a better passer than Henderson. Um, or yeah, he... I, I saw some highlights of this, actually. Uh, I've looked at some highlights of Ramsdale, and his passing does seem a lot better than Henderson's. I know we play in a certain way where that doesn't sort of bring the best out of Henderson, but I did yeah. see uh, some footage of Ramsdale where some decent passes to start attacks. Yeah, um, it, it may be partly down to style. I'm just looking now. Henderson, yeah, 77% of all Henderson's passes were... Um, longer than 40 yards so that was the fourth most in the league whereas uh where's Ramsdale Ramsdale was 53% so yeah definitely more more likely or more comfortable to play out of the back but how much of that was down to the relative styles I suppose but yeah it's one of these with Ramsdale it statistically doesn't have like a standout attribute and and I've seen him loads and thought looks good good not great kind of thing but yeah I still think that's that's good in a way you know we need a number one goalkeeper that uh, belongs to us we're never ever going to be able to sign Henderson permanently and you know this is this is fairly low risk there's not um you know you compare him to the um uh, I can't remember is it Trabzonspor the uh, Turkish fella plays for yeah that, um, that's right yeah yeah so we don't have any of that risk of like you know uh, an unknown personality coming to a new country playing in a new league you know, Ramsdale has done it at the Premier League level. He did it. He did perfectly well in his first season. Obviously, he's well known um, to Wilder, to our backroom staff. He knows the city and the club itself. So it feels like a fairly low risk. I know it's a lot of money for a goalkeeper, but at that age, I mean, you know, if this works out well, he could be our goalkeeper for like the next yeah. five, six, seven years, something like that. And that value is only going to go up. Is the, the, I think what always Wilder does in these sort of things is look for the future as done as, as much as the as the present as well. And I think that was the thinking behind it. He's young. He might not be fully formed yet. He might not be fully there yet. And he probably will make mistakes like all young goalkeepers do. But all being well, he could be our number one for like 10 years or something like that. So Yeah, which is a big deal. I mean, this, this is the first time we'll start a season with our own goalkeeper in net, all, uh, you know, all going well, uh, since um, uh, since Wilder's first season, I guess, when uh, you know, we yeah. started with Long and Moore. And then obviously in the championship, we, uh, we kicked off with Jamal Blackman, didn't we? And went from there to, uh, to Henderson himself. So... Yeah, it's it's quite unusual in a way to suddenly be like, "This is our goalkeeper." You know, there's no, uh, yeah. there's no, you know, having to think about the games that he's not going to be able to play because against his parent club or anything like that. So, yeah, it's uh, it solves a problem that we were going to have to solve at some point. Um, I think I, I don't know. I mean, what we've talked before about how it. I feel like it. The best thing for everyone would have been to get Henderson back for another season, but. If the opportunity yeah, it's be interesting was interesting, what happens to to him now? Actually, isn't it? It really will, yeah. But I think if the opportunity was there, as we obviously felt it was, to to get that goalkeeper for the next five or six years, however long, then it made sense to take it. So, yeah, yeah interesting. Um, and yeah, hopefully he will uh, develop with us. I mean, I have no doubt that our, um, I presume he's worked with Darren Ward before uh, yeah. when he was here before. I have no doubt that our goalkeeper setup is is pretty decent, to be honest, in terms of developing these players. I think Henderson's yeah. come on a load in the last couple of years. So, yeah, it's uh, welcome back Aaron Ramsdale, I suppose. I think as well, obviously, with Fodringham there as well. I, 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 I don't know too much about Fodringham, but I guess that now we've got two decent goalkeepers who you can rely on, whereas last year 
if you know Henderson, it was all about Henderson. I don't think Simon Moore were ever going to play a run of games and never going to, you know, if, if Henderson got injured or anything like that. I, I feel a bit more comfortable in the goalkeeper department as a whole. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of positive noises out of um, <clears throat> out of Bournemouth as well about Ramsdale's season. I mean, I, I suppose when you get relegated, your goalkeeper is usually the player who is like you know most positively thought about in a way because it's like he's the one sort of keeping a lot of these uh keeping you in games almost but as i say their player of the season a lot of their fans super positive about him and quite quite disappointed to lose him as well i think certainly looking from yeah. what you'd put together yeah 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 they were, i mean i was surprised because i think all of us were a bit sort of hmm you know yeah yeah that's a bit I'm not sure about this one really but as i'm getting the view uh, together it were like wow this guy's unbelievably well liked and it was the same at Wimbledon as well um I've seen some stuff since where the Wimbledon fans are all like saying you know what well done Ramsey you know brilliant what a keep you were for us and stuff so everywhere he's been so I see a lot of neutral fans and stuff saying like oh that's them relegated like as usual and stuff (laughs) but the the two like teams have seen the most of him absolutely love him so yeah a lot of uh you know just sort of anecdotally but you see a lot of things about his personality as well saying you know big big presence big personality and yeah, that's. I think that's quite encouraging. So obviously, going from Henderson, who's a huge personality, to yeah, to know that we're getting someone who's not just going to be yeah. uh, buckling under pressure, I suppose, or at least you'd hope not. So yeah, encouraging stuff. And um, yeah, I guess I guess probably uh, a good point to talk about um, a, a bit of a farewell to Dean Henderson. I guess. I mean, yeah. I, you know, from as I said, it's about ten days since it became obvious that we were seriously interested in trying to sign a permanent goalkeeper um but all the same seeing you know so it kind of comes to terms with the reality of Henderson not being here next season but yeah seeing like his his farewell message I was like oh man that's like you know right in the feels that one well I've tried to avoid I've tried to sort of not think about it and I've almost tried to hate him (laughs) (laughs) I was just in preparation in case he goes to Villa or something like that next (laughs) season but now obviously we're absolutely fantastic for us and I think the problem, the, the thing with Henderson is we, we knew we were never realistically going to sign him. That was never going to happen. Even if we'd have got in the Champions League this season, I don't think that would have happened, to be honest. Mm. I don't think Man United would have let him go. Um, and it, we always knew it were going to be coming. I think that makes it slightly easier. It's not like losing an O'Connell, for instance. Yeah. Where, you know, he's been with us all the way through and you're like, oh, no, he's sort of, you know, he's. How did we not keep hold of him? We should have given him a new contract. There's nothing we could have done about this. So it's makes it slightly easier, I think, than lose, losing a, a one of our own players. But mm. yeah, still, still like you say, kicking the in the feels. Yeah, I think it, it just it just sort of made me realise how much I like the guy. You know, not just as a um, I guess not just as a, a player, but a, a personality off the pitch. And yeah, I just I mean. It, it, I think we just have to say a few words about him and what he's done for us the last two years. I mean, yeah. I remember, uh, you know, going from Jamal Blackman to Dean Henderson. It was a bit. It felt like a bit of a risk at the time, you know. And, and I, I think I sent it to you didn't it? the the uh, the S two forum when we signed him, and there were a lot of disappointment that we'd not signed Blackman. Saying, "Oh, why have we not signed Blackman? Can we not afford him and stuff?" And mm. it sounds insane in hindsight, but Blackman did all right for us, and I think that's what we thought. That's probably as good as we're going to get at that level. Yeah, and then Henderson just took. Another level, didn't I? He did, yeah. Been on loan at uh, I think Shrewsbury the previous season. Got to the playoff final with yeah. them. Yeah, Grimsby year before that. Yeah, so it you know it felt a little bit risky at that point. Um, but then I think pretty quickly realised we we're on to a good one. I mean, I, I remember um, I, I was trying to think back, and I think that that Norwich home game. So it was our third. What would have been our fourth game of the season? Um, yeah. 
first home win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he made that incredible save off the, the three-on-one where the guy was so clearly offside and they didn't give it. Yeah. And it was basically just like, this is just a guaranteed goal and he managed to save it. And then the other thing I remember from that was obviously Sharp scores the last-minute winner. Everyone goes mad. And I suddenly realised that, like, our goalkeeper is joining in the celebrations <laughs> in front of the cop. And I, I, yeah. know he's, I know he's not the only goalkeeper ever to do that, but it was yeah. like, you know, the guy's been here three weeks or something and he's clearly, like, absolutely into this team. And, yeah, yeah you I know... I think that's opening two games, though, where we lost and, and he got criticism in both of those games, particularly the Middlesbrough one. Mm. And people saying he didn't come out, he don't command his area like Blackman and all this sort of mm. stuff. So, very quickly he turned that around and then... I think by Christmas you were a, a bona fide fan's favourite. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just, you just see all the stuff, uh, you know, all the other stuff he did with, like with the with the club's sort of media team, I suppose, off off the pitch. He was just mm. hugely popular. You know, every end of every game he'd be going up and like chucking his gloves in the crowd or you know giving them yeah. out, giving them out to someone that kind of thing. And yeah, it's just you know it reminded me a little bit of like the effort that Brayford went to when he was yeah. on loan here, just in terms of like you don't need to do that. You know, and it, it's kind of easy to do, but you don't need to do it, and it, it does make such a big difference as well as backing it on the, up on the pitch. But I mean, I think it, Henderson, what best best goalkeeper since uh, Kelly and Tracy? Would he's you say? like, yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, the only one I think comes close is probably Paddy Kenny in it, and he's miles better than him. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose we've had some pretty rubbish ones in yeah, between. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think it's he's... interesting to say though about the uh, the cheering and stuff like that, where he runs to the front of the car. I buy all the. Counts Ramsdale's very much like that as well, isn't he? Very mm. sort of. Gets, I mean, obviously there's going to be no fans there, but you know, sort of gets the fans going and stuff, and runs with the team, and when when we score and all this sort of stuff. So quite interesting, I think that there probably is a similarity between the two in the in the personality stage, which is really important for a goaler. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's a fake arrogance like what you said before about Pickford and Joe Hart. Posturing. Posturing. That's a fantastic word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick, sticking his chest out and. Uh... Pretending his arms are longer than they that's are. it. Yeah, I don't think it's like that with Ramsdale or Henderson. From what I've seen, it could be proven wrong with Ramsdale. Certainly not with Henderson. He he does believe he is the best. Yeah, and I'm I, I just I, uh, genuinely I'm excited to see where his career, like the heights that he can take his career to. I mean, you know, in 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 ten years' time, it may be an absolute footnote that he played for United for two years yeah. in terms of where he is in his career. But yeah, I imagine. Uh, unless he's doing something like saving a penalty against us on the last day of the season to uh, get us relegated or something but like that. But this is the problem. You, you look at Leeds are looking for a keeper and Villa are looking for a keeper. <laughs> They're two teams who you think of throw money at. That would be a, an awful thing to happen. I he- My hope for him, and I think it would be the best thing for him as well, is going abroad to maybe a Champions League club yeah. Italy or Germany or, you know, Leipzig have got, a, they've got their goalkeeper's 39 in there, I think. So... Maybe somewhere like that, just to you know, take him to that next level where he's getting games in a, in a European setting. I'd like to see that. I, I, I can't see him going to Leeds just for the uh, horrible abuse that they gave him. Like I, I would yeah. imagine that probably sticks in the mind. Um, I think yeah. that you know that, that would not make, uh, or rather, it would make some sense to go there. I think um, in terms of his development, I think a Villa is like. That would be a total step back. I mean, he'd just be getting lots of shots against you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't think, but I don't think he needs that in terms of. I mean, the thing that he needs to, I think the the thing he needs to prove, not only you know continue to be great at this level, but is is work on his passing and yeah, um, how he does with his feet and yeah. I like to say, I think European football would be really good for him if he wants to be mm. Man United. For, it's not often Man United bring a goalkeeper and he's not had European football before. No, indeed. Um, and he's, he's not going to get games at Man United. I mean... He's not. Um, Somehow. 
<laughs> yeah, European teams, uh, so teams that have qualified for Europe uh, for next season, they're not in the League Cup this year. So, you know, strike, yeah. strike off five or six appearances there. Uh, Man, you obviously have qualified for the Champions League. So, you know, presumably they'll be playing De Gea in the big games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> maybe Henderson will just get a couple of dead rubbers at the end of the group stage or something be like terrible that. terrible for his development, Matt. If he just starts to sit there on the bench, just simply because that's going backwards. And he, and <coughs> I know he's, he's a young goalkeeper, but at the same time, he's he needs games because he's on a he's on the almost of a crest of a wave. He needs to keep developing and keep progressing. I think if he has a year out, he's gonna have, there's gonna be goalkeepers in front of him for England. Maybe even Ramsdale. You know, if, if Anderson yeah. doesn't play for a year, he could fall down the pecking order for England when he's just got in the squad. Yeah, really interested to see where he goes. I mean, you, I just want to return to what you're saying about that that like uh, you know genuine arrogance, if you like, the amazing self belief. I, I don't. I don't remember seeing a United goalkeeper have that level of self-belief. I think you could maybe say Paddy Kenny, but I think he was just 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 a bit of a bonehead, to be honest. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't think he thought. I think he just just acted. Whereas you know Henderson's ability to rebound from mistakes, I think that's the big thing that will take him to the top level. He's obviously a, an extremely talented goalkeeper in terms of the attributes of saving the ball and catching it yeah, and that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But yeah, that level of self-belief and ability to rebound, I think that that's... That is the biggest... I'm about to mention that myself. That is the biggest thing for him, I think. You look at Pickford, he's had a, made a few bad errors and he's been appalling basically for, what, 18 months now? Something like that. Mm. Because those errors do... And I think a goalkeeper, it's all about confidence. We've seen Joe Hart made a couple of errors and then all of a sudden he just completely fell off a cliff. We already know that Henderson has made errors, but he's bounced straight back from him. And that is such a massive trait in a goaler. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's Neuer's almost... fantastic at that. Neuer makes quite a lot of mistakes, but he doesn't phase him. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like, uh, you know, like he's just had a clip around the ear kind of thing when he makes a mistake. Yeah. And it's like, right, that's not happening again. And you you, yeah. you almost, you know, see that like immediate uplift in performance. And you just... And he doesn't change his game. It's not as if he's more cautious, pushing mm. shots out. And like, again, again, comparisons to Neuer, he comes running out of his area still, despite the fact that... It's that, you know, because that's how he plays. Why would you change the game? You, that's yeah. what's got you to the level you are. And I think the likes of Pickford and Hart, they, were all, they, they look to me like they're both second guessing what they what they should be doing. If you know what I mean, and that's where the fake sort of posturing comes in. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, farewell, Dino. It's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, a massive part of getting us uh, getting us where we are of the last two seasons. You know, some unforgettable memories. Uh, yeah. Definitely will not forget them. So, yeah, now just uh, excited to see where he goes next, as long as it's not Leeds and Villa. So, <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out. If he does that, I'm booing him. Definitely, I get that. <laughs> Rubbish. I saw when we signed Ramsdale, I went on their forum after I got the view from together, and all of a sudden he's not actually that good, Ramsdale, funnily enough. Now he's actually gone. <laughs> <laughs> They've got three other goalkeepers are just as good, haven't they? Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, when's his goal? Yeah. Fantastic, aren't they? When's his goalkeeper? Three goalkeepers, he said, and none of them are... Uh, uh, Ramsdale's not as good as either, any of them, which is weird <laughs> because none of the Wednesday goalkeepers can even hold a first down a first-team place at Wednesday. That's because so, they're all so good. They just have to... So good, these three goalkeepers they've got. It's like, do you remember the £50 million defence? Oh, God, no, I don't, actually. What was that? Like, there were a lot of claims that when they had Richard Wood and Mark... That's what say now. <laughs> Richard Wood, Mark Peepers, Frankie Simek, I think, well, and I can't remember who the left-back was. There were a lot of their fans saying, oh, it's worth £50 million, pound, this defence. And I think they got about 200 grand for Richard Wood and that were about it in the end. So. Oh, dear. Right. Uh, let us take a quick break and then we're going to talk um, possible future transfers. Quick break to bring you a message from one of our sponsors. Before I do, I just want to say a huge thank you to anyone who's supported any of the sponsors of this podcast. 
that is the number one way to support this podcast is to support the people that sponsor it. So yeah, thank you very much to anyone and everyone out there that's uh, that's gone ahead and done that. And let me tell you about one of those sponsors, and that is Beer Fifty Two. Now, Beer Fifty Two are offering a free case of their hand-picked beers to Blades Pod subscribers. All you need to do is head to beer52.com/bladespod. Sign up, cover just the £4.95 for postage. They will deliver a case of eight free beers direct to your door, meaning you barely need to leave the sofa to sip delicious craft beer from around the world. These aren't just any beers. Beer 52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting craft beers out there from the greatest small batch breweries and deliver it straight to your door. They don't hold you to ransom. You can leave at any time with no cost to you. Sign up today, get your free case of craft beer. You get it from beer52.com slash bladespod. That is the num- the word beer, then the numbers 52.com slash bladespod. Thank you very much. Now back to the podcast. And we're back. And uh, yeah, we, we, we I set you a challenge to pick one realistic signing from each Premier League club, which we're going to get to in a second. But first of all, I thought it might be interesting to look down the, uh, just very quickly, the, the list of released players and, um, and pick the Chris Wilder reclamation project for 2020-21. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, last season, you know, we signed Ravel Morrison out of absolutely nowhere. Um, you know, it seemed like last chance to loop for him. Jack Rodwell turns up in January and gets yeah. on the pitch. Players that, um, yeah, I, I would say these are not players that you are necessarily suggesting we should sign. We're trying to predict who is the completely I'm glad you random. Said that. That not, I don't, you don't think we should sign? I'm no, just, no, no, no. Yeah. The, the completely <laughs> random, washed up, has been free transfer, gonna get as mocked on Twitter for signing him for next season. Who have you got? Do you know the one that stuck out for me in terms of the very Jack Rodwell-ish is, remember John Flanagan? Uh, the Liverpool defender? Yeah. Yes, I didn't even know he was available. He was at Rangers last season, he got released. Lots of injuries, lots and lots of injuries, very much like Jack Rodwell. He's a former England international, played at Liverpool, You know, played at Bolton in the Championship and stuff, free transfer. We could do with a backup sort of left-back, left-sided player. Not saying I want him. I like to like just keep saying this all the time. These players, I don't want these players. But yeah. just looking at who we might pick up for a thing, I don't know what he's been like at Rangers. You know, I'm not sure. He might have been awful. But I wouldn't be that surprised if he came in. That ticks the boxes. That's a good shout. I mean, you can't be that old Flanagan. He's only about 27. 27, yeah, blimey. Yeah. I didn't realise he'd gone to Rangers, actually. I had no idea. So where's he been? Oh, yeah, Burnley and Bolton, yeah. England international. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you. I thought I thought I'd misheard you. No, no, he was. He's played. He's got a cap for England. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a good show. Identical to Jack Rodwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. T- oh, that is that's probably better than anyone I've got actually. I think my most Chris Wilder reclamation project uh, is a man released by West Ham, former Premier League champion Pablo Zabaleta. Wow. Let, let me tell you about this. We obviously. Don't have cover at right wing back, yeah. and we're we're trying to do something about that. You know, Matty Cash very strongly linked. Yeah, yeah. But if nothing comes about, Zabaleta been there, done it. Thirty five years old, feels like potentially the the next Jagielka kind of guy. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's one I could see. Um, a slightly more. I don't mind that. That sounds all right to me. I said that one. <laughs> I've, I've sold it. There we go. Yeah, that's five uh, percent of your signing on fees, <laughs> probably. Um, 
Jordan Ibe just to just to convince uh, one of his teammates to uh, to sign for us from Bournemouth? I did put him in mind, and I scribbled him out just because every time I've seen him, he's been absolutely awful. But yeah, <laughs> I like I like your thinking. I think he's, he's, actually... he's, he's a free agent, isn't it? Really? Oh God, I know. Well, I mean, he must only be like twenty four. He's twenty four. Yeah, because yeah. I looked at it. Yeah. Um, I think he's mates with Musa as well. Actually, I'm pretty sure uh, I see uh, them congratulating each other on uh, on Any social media. How much it cost? That that could be another one. That's another that you know, I mean I don't know what has happened to him. He's just completely gone off the radar, I know. Three goals in seventy eight games for Bournemouth's not looking good, is it? Yeah, although yeah, twenty twenty four though, I don't know. Played forty one games for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, they were I think they were trying to make him into something almost but yeah. didn't work out um, another one uh, which, which isn't as, as good a uh, reclamation as Zabaleta but Nathaniel Klein I've got him yeah I've got him in mind go on yeah, I'll, I'll let you talk about him well, again a right back you know he's got experience I'm surprised Palace let him go I don't know what's happened to him really so again another one who seems to have fallen off a cliff and I had a bit of an injury at Liverpool but only two or three years ago people were talking about him in the England squad mm. I think so, he, was, he was starting for England, wasn't he, for a while? Yeah, he was, yeah. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's injuries. I, I had to look into him a little bit more. I didn't really have enough time to do it. But, yeah, on paper, free transfer. His wages probably fairly high. But then again, I can imagine him ending up somewhere like West Ham. So why not us? Yeah, indeed. But, yeah, I think uh, that's, a, that's an unbelievable shout with Flanagan. That's, that's a proper, like... I can just picture it now. Welcome, Flanagan. And everyone's like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what, but what, what was remember Kevin Stewart? <sighs> I remember the name, but I have absolutely no idea what kind well, of player he was. tried to sign him. I'm 90% sure it was Underwild. That's the reason I put him down. Uh, and he went somewhere else. I can't remember where he went. From Liverpool. He played a few games for Liverpool. Went to, And he ended up at Hull and he got released. So he's obviously not very good. But mm. at the same time, you know, Wilder likes a long-term, <laughs> yeah. long-term signing. A long-haul signing, should we say. So, yeah. he, you know, he, again, left-hand side of player. And I'm going to hate, everyone's going to hate me. What about Fernando Forestieri? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the legend himself. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really know what kind of player Forestieri is. Uh, into, well, I know he's like off the field, but um, yeah. Is he like a forward or an attacking midfielder? He's, he's just an attacking, in... attacking midfielder. He can play forward. Right. I think it, the, the thing is with Forestieri, when he first came to Wednesday, and Watford fans love him as well, mm. he's clearly a good player. I don't think there's any getting away from that in a skill sense, but what his head's like or what he's like off the pitch or whatever, I don't, I don't know. But Perpetually injured. But it's just like for three years I've just been hearing Wednesday fans saying, like, as soon as Forestieri's back, yeah. watch out. It's like, well, he's never coming back. He's always injured. No. That's a great shout though. Right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, next section, which is yeah, set the challenge. Pick one realistic signing from each Premier League club, and I will say this is a challenge. This is real- <laughs> mine are depressingly realistic. But, uh, <laughs> uh, most of them I don't actually want. So <laughs> yeah, no, I should say we you know we're not ne- again not necessarily saying we should sign all of these, but it's a little bit of a thought experiment into yeah. I guess availability of other players around the league. Um, I think if anything, this may show that. We probably will need to target uh, lower leagues and abroad if we're going to get much I value. I think. Um, I, I don't know about how, what process you went through, but I looked at the sort of, I guess the uh, my judgment on how available these players are. So, like, that's what I've tried to do. Yeah, there's some yeah. of them may not be. There's some of them I'm not too sure about myself. But yeah, um, there's a couple who've already actually gone somewhere else since I've done it. I've just realised. Well, not gone somewhere. I'll. When it comes to it, I'll, I'll tell you what okay. I mean. <laughs> Gone to Villa. So, I mean, for example, 
you know, Jack Grealish. There's no way Villa would sell us. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not just the best players from each team. These are players that, like I said, I've been almost depressingly realistic, I think. With this. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. I, I bet we've got some uh, some unusual names then. Um, obviously, considered price range. I mean, I, you know, I don't have an in-depth scouting network to call upon as to how much, uh, how much some of these players are going to cost, but I've had a fair stab. And then I also kind of thought about the fit for our team as well. You know, what, what yeah. do we what do we need position wise? Um, do I think they would just fit the makeup of our team? I suppose. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to go through? Do you go alphabetical order? Alphabetical order. Arsenal. I've gone for Callum Chambers. I've got the same, and I, yes. I think th- this actually is probably one of the better choices. I think out of I'd my like, whole list, this is one of the few that I would like to. I mean, maybe a loan deal. We've got two loans now as well. Obviously, we Henderson not coming back, mm. so we've got two English loans. I think he started the season with Arsenal in the, in the first team, and then just sort of at surely they'll be wanting to upgrade on him now. I think so. Yeah, he, he played against us at Bramall Lane, didn't he? In the first, he played really well. I thought against. I us thought it was their best, probably their best player on the night. Yeah, um, yeah, I, very much a player I considered. Yeah, because you know, cover at right back. Uh, he, he was impressive for Arsenal last season. We did play. You know, looking at his stats, he was he was more creative than Baldock. You know, got. Uh, got more shots per ninety minutes. I mean, he's, he's playing in a better team, so you know. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's a better team, only by like one by place or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, perhaps a, a team that scored more goals. Let's put yeah, it like yeah, a better attacking team. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I do like him. When I see him, I do like him. I thought it was decent. when Fulham went down, he was one of their better players as well. Mm, and I think we've we've been linked with him multiple times, haven't we? So mm. you play was... right back and right centre half as well. So yeah, I, I I think that would be a really good signing if we could make yeah. that happen. Uh, as you say, you got to fancy he's going to be available from Arsenal. They're almost certainly going to be looking to upgrade that if they, if if indeed they feel they um, uh, don't have that player already. I think um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. Uh, help me out. Who's the young uh, Arsenal winger uh, slash defender uh, English guy? Not my no. Wow. Yeah, Maitland Niles. Yeah, Asian yeah, Maitland Niles. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm. Th- I've got mixed up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got mixed up with Jeff Ryan Adelaide, who was playing in the uh, Champions <laughs> yeah. League the other night. Um, yeah, so I think Chambers is available. Um, I did the other one. I the other one I picked out uh, was Eddie and Ketia, but I think he's too important to them now on on a loan. That is no. Yeah, no I thought, yeah, it was someone I I thought, and I thought well, he has played quite a lot for him in the last. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I, I get you would imagine he will stay in the mix even if they sign a couple more strikers. Um, yeah, yeah, he'd probably just go to like third or fourth choice, and I, I can't see them getting another loan move. So yeah, Chambers no. is the one from Arsenal. Villa, blooming heck, this were tough. Um, yeah. In, uh, really, really struggle to find a, a play that fits this. Settled on Jota, another player. I have. This is unbelievable. We've got the same <laughs> players here, exactly two the same. Two. Yeah, I, I really. He was obviously. Uh, he was at Brentford a couple of seasons ago. Then went to Birmingham, then to Villa. Um, in fact, I think he was the OG gone to Villa, wasn't he, old Jota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they signed him almost before they'd won the playoff final. Um, barely played a game for them last season. I don't know what happened. Started off with the team. And then right. uh, he just faded, and I don't even think he got a sniff in the latter end of the season. No, probably not. Um, I mean, this is this is a, a clutching at straws player. He's, he's twenty nine. I don't know that he'd add masses to our team. He's no. obviously a, a number ten at most. He would be competition for Freeman's place if we ever play a number ten. So well, it's funny because the the fame or infamous Richard Cadet on uh, S two, <laughs> who was the best ever in the now, who, who mm. got everything spot up before. 
getting dismissed <laughs> by the club. He actually put last season that we were looking at Jota to play in uh, Stevens's position as a wing-back, which is strange, That's really, weird. thinking about it. But then again, you think about Osborne. I wonder if he was the original version of Osborne who can sort of do both sides, you know, do the left wing-back and left mid- mid- midfield. But I never had him down as a tackler. No, me neither, really. I'm just looking. Yeah, he's, he's always just played... On the wing or as a number 10, really, looking at him. I've got no reason to doubt him because you're always spot with everything else. Maybe we saw <laughs> something in him, I'm not sure. but Or maybe it's more of an attacking... Imagine Stevens is an attack, I don't know. But yeah, so that's the one I went for, just because we were late with him last year. So Yeah, pretty uh, pretty thin gruel, that uh, that Villa squad. I mean, there's, there's a, they have a couple of really good players who we would have absolutely no chance of signing. Yeah. And everyone else is like, you know, Partridge Shrug. I'm, I'm not interested yeah. in those yeah. whatsoever. This is why I think Villa people still think they're going to be better next season. They've got to buy a lot of players for me. Yeah, yeah. and that, that brings its own risk, doesn't it? Of yeah. Squad yeah, yeah, turnover yeah. and stuff. Uh, what about Brian? This is quite hard as well. Uh, this is re- this is really tough one to get a realistic one, but I've gone for someone who's he's got a lot of... I don't know how realistic it is, but Dale Stevens. Okay. Um, he's got a lot of prem experience, and I think with the midfielders they've signed, he's, I think by look, just judging purely how much he played last season, I think he's been shoved down the pecking order, but they have a lot of midfielders. Mm. Not sure the... They, they don't have a big squad, do they, really, Brighton? And the backups don't really stand out to me of people who are improvers, but maybe Stevens just for his experience. Yeah, he's yeah, he did start. I feel like he became more important to them. I'm not sure how available. You could be right, be. yeah. Yeah, he started 28 games, but I don't know if that was uh, like towards the end of the season or what. But I went for um, <clears throat> Shane Duffy, who I always think is someone who was in Westlife. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a Shane Duffy in Westlow. Um, oh. Anyway, <laughs> um, just a good solid centre back at this, you know, proven at this level. I think he had dropped to um, a backup player for them. Let me just bring up. I think he only started about 12 games last season or something. They've just signed a couple centre backs, haven't they? So. They have just signed, uh, yeah, a couple of highly rated centre backs from Europe. I never thought of that actually. Yeah, yeah, he started 12 games for them last season. Um, and I'm not sure many of them were towards the end of the season. Uh, that to me just seems like that that could be your cover for Egan. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, if he's if he's willing to come in and. Uh, he's Ireland, Ireland international with Egan, isn't he? As well, he's played with Egan. If he went that to is, a four, for instance. Yeah. That is correct. He is. Uh, it's 28 years old, so a good few years in him in him yet. Mm. And yeah, he's played almost his entire career at Premier League or Championship level. So. I'd be I'd be quite happy with that one. I think I think yeah, he's, I think uh, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, a good player. Um, we are not going to do the. We're not going to pick a player from the promoted teams. We're going to pick one from each of the relegated teams. Yeah, who we talked about in more detail last time. So we'll rattle through these quickly. If you could pick one player from Bournemouth, who would it be? I'd go Josh King. I would also go Josh King. Yeah. Um, we need strikers. I think yeah. he's a. Uh, I, I think Callum Wilson will be priced out of, and uh, yeah. I like him a lot. And uh, another Norwegian international as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he will be in the Premier League next season. Um, and yeah. yeah, I mean, I know Everton will link with him, which is a shame, because we obviously won't be able to compete with them. But mm. What about Burnley? Uh, Burnley, I've gone for someone who I didn't realise until yesterday he's actually already gone, which was Jeff Hendrick. Oh, yeah, he's... Uh... He's Newcastle. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah. I knew his contract was running out. Yeah, and I didn't realise. I, I knew his contract was running out, so a bit of a cheat one, really. But I just, I'm not, to be honest, every time I've seen him play, yeah, I've gone into uh, Newcastle, yeah. Uh, every time I've seen him play, he's not actually impressed me all that much. But on a free transfer in a position that we need bodies on the right-hand side of midfield, I just thought mm. it's not no-brainer, really. But Yeah, a bit like you, I've never really been sold on it. He used to be Derby, right? 
Yeah, that's right. I might yeah. say this is based. I mean, Billy are another one because the squad's so small. Mm. I mean, Chris Wood is one I'd really like, but again, mm. that's not going to happen. Nope. I, th- I don't don't see Burnley selling any of their first teamers to us, and they have next to no backup. So yeah, yeah, it's a, another thin squad in it. Um, I went for another midfielder. Um, probably not going to be available, but uh, Josh Brownhill, the former yeah. Bristol City player. Um, he only signed for them last season, which probably... Um, I had him on my finger list and I didn't have him because of that because I thought he's only just signed. But but at the same time, he only played 10 games for them last season. Um, mm. So, you know, got to wonder if he's happy with that or if he's, if they've earmarked him as you know to get the minutes that uh, <laughs> Hendrick used to have, I suppose. But yeah. uh, central midfielder who can play on the right is only 24. Um, I always liked him at Bristol City, to be honest. I'm not sure if we've ever been properly linked with him but um yeah he was uh he was who i picked out would not mind him as a, a squad player whatsoever um yeah. chelsea this is going to be interesting uh, uh, they've got so many youngsters aren't they yeah did you how how left field did you go here who, who, who are you gonna pick not that i've gone for conor gallagher mm, he's on my list as well yeah, really impressive every time I've seen him in Swansea and Charlton. I think he was Charlton's best player last year before he went to Swansea. Mm. Um, and then I'll turn him in the playoffs. I've not seen much of Swansea, but I think we're the best player in the playoffs as well. I think, not sure where he fit in with us, to be completely honest, but I think he's a really talented player. And it would be a loan signing, but yeah, I yeah. like him. Yeah, what is he? Is he like, is a central midfielder, isn't he, rather than Central like midfielder, it? yeah, but I think he can play in a few positions. I think he's quite versatile. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be can play deep or further up the pitch as well. But yeah, yeah um, what did he do? He had uh, six goals and eight assists in the championship across both those spells last season. Yeah, yeah, he was on my list. Could we push the boat out and get Ruben Loftus-Cheek on loan? I looked at this and I thought, <laughs> he came on against us, which suggests that he might still be in their plans to a certain degree. I don't know if they'd get rid of him at this moment, but... Oh, he'd be so good. I mean, he is good. He but let me make the case. They, he needs a loan move. Um, he's he's not going to get minutes at Chelsea, even with you know Lampard always playing the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, when you think back to like he was in that England squad um, two years ago, wasn't he? And it was like, yeah, he was. Really, but he played the World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he did indeed. Yeah, really highly thought of. Um, and and coming off a good Premier League season as well, but his career's just like completely stalled with injuries, and he's just not getting any games anymore. No. I think a loan move for him is a very smart idea. I think Frank Lampard has justified respect for uh, for Chris Wilder, particularly after the uh, yeah. the schooling we gave them at Bromel Lane this season. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I think it would be a great move for all parties. He can play on the right side of midfield. He's a dribbler. We don't have dribblers. He's very very yeah. good on the ball. I'd absolutely love it for getting well, my loan for a season. I absolutely love it. I just don't know how realistic it is, but you never yeah, know. Another one from Chelsea. I don't. Again, I don't know how realistic it is. Billy Gilmore. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be more again, involved. Obviously. I don't know if he's been pushed down the pecking order a bit. Or... Yeah, I feel like he's probably ahead of uh, Loftus Cheek at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy Abraham on loan. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they have just signed an absolute bunch of strikers, aren't they? With Werner and um... as soon as we put a bid in for Tommy Abraham. Dean Smith starts getting excited, <laughs> throws his cup of tea to the floor. Right, <laughs> oh, it'd be it'd be good for us, Abraham, for sure. But yeah, yeah. I, Gallagher, I can see uh, these are all lone players, obviously. Yeah, cool. But, I think most of these on here are lone players for me, to be honest. Yeah, uh, Loftus Cheek would be amazing. Uh, what about Palace? Really difficult. I mean, I'm looking down mm. Palace's squad, and I don't want to 
it's too early to say, but just looking at the squad, you think they're going to struggle next year, don't you? Yep. Uh, I've gone Jeffrey Slope. Oh, yeah. It's purely because he can play down any side of that left-hand side. He only made 17 starts for him last season, which is not... So he's not obviously a regular... You know, I won't be blown away by the signing, but I think if you can get him for a decent price, you'd be all right for us. Yeah, I've, uh, I always liked him, actually. Yeah, I, forgot, I yeah. didn't realise he was there, despite looking down their squad list. Mm. Um, a bit left field, but he's still Palace's player. Uh, are you familiar with Alexander Sorloth? I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, expensive flop, some may think. Yeah. But, um, Actually, still a young player. He's yeah. uh, he's been on loan at um, actually at uh, Trabzonspor in uh, in Turkey. And my pronunciation is oh. completely atrocious there. Um, <laughs> last season, he was the Golden Boot winner in the Turkish Super League with twenty four goals, eight assists in thirty four games. Um, I didn't realise that actually. I, yeah, I didn't realise you were there, but yeah, he's basically he was amazing for. Um, oh God, I hate this. I hate saying this team's name. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Mittigeland? Mitchland? Mitchland, I think it is, isn't it? <laughs> Show me, I don't want to <laughs> It was amazing for that. <laughs> I should have looked up how to pronounce that. Um, they're all, always playing Manu in the Europa League. They are uh, a Danish team. Um, it was amazing for them. And they went to Palace and just like played like nine games for them. But his big mobile striker, he scores, he creates... Possibly a little bit similar to um, to McBurney, I think was the only thing I thought. Um, is is a is, is another big Norwegian geezer, so I like that mm-hmm. fit there. Yeah. Does sound like he's on his way to Leipzig. Is the only oh, thing. So I'm gonna for, say this is you're getting me quite giddy. I'm like this could be good. This could be good. Yeah. Oh. For anyone who scoffed at me suggesting this name, we'll just watch when he bangs in twenty goals in uh, yeah. in Germany for Leipzig next season. There's some weird stuff over who owns him as well. By the sounds of things, it's like. Really? Yeah, I was trying to get my head around it. It sounds like um, the club he's on loan at need to buy him before he can be sold to Leipzig or something like that. There's some mm. weird ownership thing going on, but I'm not. I, I'm not hating that at all. I think that would be um, a really good signing. Uh, he's only 24 still. He's basically done really good things everywhere apart from Palace, and obviously that is the league that we play in at the moment. But I think Palace just haven't been very good for years now, no, so no, no. Fresh, fresh start might help him. Uh, Everton is, is was one of the hardest teams to pick someone from, yes. actually. Um, in fact, I, I, I don't really have one. How about you? I've got Mel Besic, and I'm not that bothered. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have considered him. Yeah, he's got another year on his contract, hasn't he? Not, uh... Yeah, I thought we might get him for a bit cheaper. He'd be last year on his contract. Uh, good squad mm. player. Still only 27. Wouldn't mind him if he came. I think he's fantastic for a backup player, you know, just to bring him in and stuff. But that squad is so top-heavy with sort of massive wages for poor players. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything to be done with, uh, you know, Terminator's contract coming on a free transfer kind of thing. Uh, Ancelotti's mm. said he can leave, basically, hasn't he? So um, Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not going to get a game. He's going to be leaving, you would have thought, so... I could see that. Um, I'd love Mason Holgate, but I think he's become too uh, yeah. too important to him now. But he's, I oh, he'd be so good for us. I yeah. think you know that. that I think we might have missed the boat, aren't we? Mike? I mean, at the beginning of the season might have been the best time to get him. Yeah, very soft. Like, yeah, 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 flexible defender. Um, you know, could play the centre or play on the right. Played in midfield, I think, for uh, West Brom, didn't he on loan that yeah. season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have been good. Um, Leicester, uh, quite difficult again. I went for Daniel Amity, we've linked with before. Um, That's all I've gone for as well. 
I've also gone for a banter signing in George Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that, but I don't really know how good he is. Are you thinking yeah, alone? Just, 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 just for a laugh. <laughs> Ex Wednesday, George yeah, Hurst. Laugh. But yeah, I went from it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I can play defence or midfield. Uh, so, you know, he played either as a defensive midfielder or he's played right back as well. Uh, he didn't play a single game for them last season, so he's almost certainly available. He's only 25. That seems like. You know, would definitely, yeah, definitely be one to to look at for sure. He's a different sort of player than we've got as well. I think he's more of a tackler in a box to box sort of player rather than a you know a sitting defensive midfielder. Mm. Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be interested in that for sure. What about uh, the Premier League champions, Liverpool? I think we're probably just talking loans here, unless we're yeah, audacious bid for Mo Salah. Bad experiences with uh, Liverpool youngsters, aren't we? But this is <laughs> obvious, and I don't know how realistic it is. But Curtis Jones. I mean, ah, okay. the little I've seen from him, it looks like he's going to be good. Attacking midfielder, captained him in that win against Shrewsbury, scored that wonder goal against Everton. Probably mm. unlikely because he might be in and around their squad yeah. uh, this season. I'm not sure because I know he's one of the most highly thought of youngsters down there. But who knows? You know, that, that, yeah, I think he's in a position that we probably need as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I went, it's a bit of an easy one, I suppose, but uh, Rian Brewster on loan. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable for Swansea in the second half of this season. Uh, season just gone, I should just say. Um, probably is the next step up for him, I think. He's a, a low move in the Premier League. I doubt he's going to yeah. be involved uh, in attack for Liverpool in the Premier League. So I think yeah. he will end up at a Premier League club. Whether it's us, I'm not sure. But I think he will end up on loan somewhere. Whether it's us or Leeds, West Brom, I don't know. Mm. I don't mind Harvey Elliott either on loan. He's another midfield, yeah, left foot midfielder. Yeah, particularly if uh, if Luke Freeman ends up leaving, mm. I think he could uh, he could come in and potentially do that. Um, Man City, what have you got here? I think it's difficult. This one, I, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but yeah, Felix M. Checker is that right? Felix M. Checker, and I have absolutely no idea who that is. <laughs> He made one league cup appearance, but there's loads and loads of talk about his talent. Um, attacking midfielder again. They've got so many youngsters, aren't they, that you think he could be a complete flop or he could be like a, a superstar, so it's a difficult one. Who did you go for? Who are you? How are you? Oh. M-M-E-C-H-A. Nemecha, maybe? I don't know. Nemecha, Who knows? I've, yeah. I've somehow never heard of this person. He what, he played a lot in their youth team, uh, youth cup games and stuff, which they you know pretty much dominate at the moment. So Yeah, nice. I, I really struggled with City. John Stone's available. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, my, my heart sank a little bit then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you uh, you asked me if John Stones would get in our team the other day. Did, you said yeah. you were debating it, and I gave you my opinion, and you never told me your opinion. So what is your opinion? I would not want John Stones to come in purely based on how much money he will want and how much I don't think he's as good as any of our central defenders. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Only started 12 games last season. I think Pep is pretty clearly not sure about him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I just don't see how he displaces any of our three. I mean, Egan's the obvious swap, and he's he's definitely better on the ball than Egan, I think. But oh, the errors. The errors really worry me, and I think he can be bullied a lot as well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I basically don't really have anyone from Man City that I thought was a, a realistic signing that would be worth that while. Mm. Um Man United, uh, quite like uh, Axel Twanzebe. That's uh, what I've got, and I'm glad you pronounced that before I did. So. <laughs> Twanzebe. Uh, yeah. He's uh, another centre-back who can play on the right. Uh, I mean, his career's going nowhere at Man U. He's, he's, 
He's 22 yeah. now. His, his last proper football was um, was in Villa. the championship with Villa. Yeah, he can we play need... right hand side of everywhere as well, can't he? Centre half, right back, midfield. So mm. yeah, we need cover there. He's young. Could he be permanently, you know. If, if I think so, I think so. Yeah, I, I would. I, I don't see how he's in Man United's plans at all. No. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's highly he... rated by their fans. When I do the view froms, but like when I got the Henderson view from the beginning of this season, a lot of their fans were saying, "I'd like to see him on loan at Sheffield United with the way they play and stuff." And you know, they, no they, like, he is high, but he's not going to get in their team or anything, I don't think. But I think he is highly rated uh, from in a young, you know, player's sort of point of view. So yeah, it could work. I mean, everything about him. That I've only seen bits of him to be completely honest, but just his versatility and where he can play could mm. be something to watch out for. Yeah, I, I really liked him when he was at Villa. Um, obviously, that's the last real time we've, we've been able to see him because he just barely yeah. played since then. Um, Daniel James on loan. <laughs> I did think this as well. My problem with this is, is the, the the money it cost us because they won't want to spare wage and we don't play with wingers, do we? Yeah, I know. I think he does go on loan, but not to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense because he's probably behind, what, Rashford, Marshall, Greenwood, yeah, Fernandez. Yeah. Uh, Igalo, and then I guess maybe David Brooks, who was linked to them the other day, yeah, or, exactly, or Jaden yeah. Sancho. It's been a bit of a shame for him because he, he burst on the scene and everyone's saying, oh, what a signing, this is for Man United, and then he just fizzled out. Yeah, I think a low move would be good for him for sure. Quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Do you ever look down at your shoes or trainers and think they could use a bit of a touch-up? Then look no further than Glistening Kicks, a Sheffield-based business who deliver high-end cleaning, restoration, and weather treatment services for shoes, sneakers, and trainers. Glistening Kicks will remove loose dirt and debris, give laces, shoes, and midsoles a deep clean, and can also touch up any scuffs or imperfections. And if you're looking for a repaint due to damage or general wear and tear, they can take care of that for you too. Whether it's a pair of designer shoes or a well-loved and much-worn set of favourite trainers, Glistening Kicks offer local collection and return in Sheffield and the surrounding areas, including Rotherham, Barnsley, Chesterfield and other locations in South Yorkshire and Derbyshire. They also do nationwide shipping via their safe, fast and reliable courier service so you can be sure your footwear is in the best possible hands. Should mention that Glistening Kicks is run by Blades fans and they've recently started offering a service to add a Blades logo to your trainers or if you have a Wednesday fan in need of cheering up, the Wednesday logo is also available. Save yourself from spending on a brand new pair Give your existing kicks the treatment they deserve. Head to glisteningkicks.co.uk and book your service today. That is glisteningkicks.co.uk. Plus, follow them on Instagram at glistening underscore kicks for a closer look at the great work they do in making shoes and trainers look their best. Now back to the podcast. Uh, Newcastle, find me a player from Newcastle. Another one where you look down the squad and you think, how did they survive last season? Yeah. Which people might do with our squad, to be fair. But I think even with our squad, if you're a, I don't know, fan, you can you can look at the likes of John Lundstrom and stuff that you might be able to get and say, yeah, he's all right. Newcastle really struggled. The only one I went for were the guy at Wednesday last year, Jacob Murphy. Oh, yeah. What's, I don't I, want him. But <laughs> what kind of player is he? He's forcing me to buy one of their players, then. Yeah, I don't know much about him, actually. Is he? It shows you how much I pay attention to Wednesday. He's a but... winger, so he's not really going to work. But if we wanted to switch it up a little bit, you know, yeah, we, I know Wednesday fans we absolutely love him. They think he's fantastic. They all wanted to sign him. Seen him score some good goals from him as well last season. But yeah, for me, it's I, I wouldn't want him. But out of the realistic, I mean, Matty Longstaff were linked, but obviously he's just signed a new contract, aren't they? So yeah, uh, Sam Maximan. Just go and buy Sam Maximan. It's, it's Mike Ashley. <laughs> Mike Ashley's Sam Maximan. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I didn't pick a name, but. I... <laughs> 
put it out there though. Like Mike Ashley is is mental. Like yeah, he is. if there's one thing Mike Ashley likes, it's annoying Newcastle fans. Yeah. What's gonna annoy them more? I mean, last season, last season he appointed Steve Bruce. This season sells. Sam Maximum to Sheffield United. I like, this, I like this negotiating tactic Wilder just throwing up saying, you want to annoy him even more? Sell him to us for a million. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it's, we'll swap you John Lundstrom. Yeah. Uh, Who would yeah. you actually go for? I, I, I couldn't pick one, honestly. Really? I, I, it's, it's such a poor squad. It is. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the longs... Uh, go on, sorry, sorry, people talk about us like, oh, we're going to be struggling next season. Look at some of these other squads when I were going down and you're thinking, well, we're not actually, <laughs> you know, there's people in worse positions than us. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, Newcastle are one. Uh, Norwich, pick one. Buendia. It's got to be, hasn't it? I think yeah. he I think he would be quite transformative for us. I think he would be a wonderful player to add to our team. And he's, um, to be honest, he's literally the only person in the Norwich squad, not including the, the highly rated fullbacks we wouldn't be able to afford, I think he'd get anywhere near our team. Maybe Pookie, but I don't think so anymore. Yeah. No, I agree with you, actually. I thought about the wing-backs as well. Uh, the full-backs, rather. But, yeah, they... Yeah. Well, the 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 amount they cost wouldn't be worth no, our, our buying with the players that we have. Um, but, yeah, give me, uh, give me Buendia all day. I'm really... Interested to know where he goes. Actually, has he been linked with anyone? Any ideas? I mean, I suppose he's been linked with Leeds, all the Sunderland. Yeah, Leeds yeah, are this he's season. For... The Leeds, yeah. Do you know what the? Uh... So I just I just searched news for Buendia. Can you guess which club uh, is one, two, and three on the news stories for who's it, linked to? Is it Aston Villa? It is Aston Villa. Of course Link- it is. Linked with stunning double swoop for relegated pair, which is uh, Buendia and Campbell, apparently. So Really? Yep, Do they even need these sort of players? I mean, if no, one, they're they all don't. right here. It's midfield and goalkeepers, <laughs> and that's what it seems to be after. Ridiculous. Um, Southampton, quite difficult. Really difficult. Uh, it's probably my most difficult one over the Newcastle, actually. I think I think we've been. Uh, I think if this player didn't have a good end to the season, maybe he would be more realistic. But he did, so it probably isn't. But Che Adams is the only one I could settle on. Love Che Adams. I really, I would have liked us to have signed him before last season. I think he's yeah. just good physical striker. Uh, I know he took him a while to <clears throat> get going last season, but I think he is a good finisher. Um, yeah, great. Obviously, yeah, definitely. Who did uh, Who did you go for? I've been even not. More depressingly uh, realistic again, and Sam McQueen. Do you remember Sam McQueen? The name rings a bell, but I, he I burst into their team uh, at one point. Playing the when they got into the Europa League, I remember seeing him a few games, like a left back, left wing back sort of player. Mm. Again, somewhere else that we need. Didn't play all last season. I'm pretty sure he were injured pretty much all season. Yeah, he's 24, 25 now. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how much he cost or whatever. I wouldn't want to waste a loan on him. But again, it's another one of those wilder sort of projects. It seems on, on paper, anyway. Mm. Good show. I like that. Learning mm. something all the time. Very good. Uh, <laughs> Spurs. Spurs have a young Argentinian centre back who I've always quite liked called Juan Foyt. He is yeah. 22 years old. He had only four starts last season. He is a very good passer from centre back, which I think mm. is something that would definitely enhance our team. Tabloids reckon he's available for 15 million. He's linked with uh, Leeds and a couple of other teams. Fifteen million for this kid. Sign me up. Let's, Sign let's make yeah. that happen. The only problem with that is if you can't get in the team above Eric Dyer. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a pretty good point, actually. Um, I, I, I think that'd be a really good signing. I'd, I'd like that a lot. Who did? Uh, who did you go for? I went Ryan Sessignon on loan. Uh, mm. I don't think we're going to use this as a loan, so I think it'd be a pointless loan from a left hand side point of view. But 
he's not played for Spurs all day at all, has he? No, but they, but yeah, I think yeah, they're not going to sell him, are they? So a loan they're not going to. It has to be a low move, and I imagine I can see him going back to Fulham or something. To be honest, because they're idiots, aren't they? So. Yeah, I, I could see that as well. I, I had him on my shortlist as well. Um, a player I really like, and mm. I'm sort of like, I mean, he shouldn't go back to Fulham because I think he's that's partly why his career's not progressed because of how they used him in, uh, in yeah. the Premier League last time. Yeah, it could be interesting. Obviously, a, a left-back slash left-sided attacker, probably, I, I don't know if there's much point bringing him here just as cover for Stevens. but I think no. if we're, if we're going to change how we play a little bit or you know just rotate a bit more, then yeah, I, I like that one a lot. It's not going to go to follow, is it? Because they just bought Anthony Robinson, aren't they? And, and lobbed well, that's true. Yeah. Week at him, and they've also got <laughs> Joe Bryan. So Manchester, they're insane enough. So <laughs> Just all the all the left-wing backs in the world. Just keep signing them. Yeah. Um, who is your one player from Watford? Uh, Will Hughes, who I'm yeah. getting more and more into as the <laughs> as the weeks pass. I, like, I don't know. Just like looking, this is purely based on the on what a little bit I've seen of him and the view from where they all absolutely love him. Um, mm. like, just like going on the Watford board, where they're all saying we need to keep him, we need to keep him, we need to keep him, which makes me think, well, we need to have him then. If you <laughs> then, uh, but again, right hand side of midfielder. Uh, really Sheffield United sort of player I think I've, uh, there's literally the words I've got written down feels like a Blades player yeah, yeah. It was, it's, uh, it's it was... a realistic sort of signing I think <laughs> yeah probably one of the most realistic on here because I, I doubt there'll be huge competition for him unless I'm completely misjudging the market yeah I think that would be a, I think that'd be a really good I think he could start another for us to be honest another player of the season another captain as well which we know Wilder likes Wilder loves a player of the season, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, uh, yeah. I swear that's just like what I used to do on Chap Manager, just at the end of the season, just try and basically <laughs> look down the list of who won player of the season and just uh, I love you, try and I sign love you. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about West Ham? Robert Snodgrass. Oh, you went there. I went there. You know what? <laughs> Why not? I, I don't know. I don't think he'll be demanding that much of a wage at his age now. He's mm. obviously not really part of West Ham's first eleven anymore. I think he's he could do a job in the same way that Lundstrom did it. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, a, I really, he's a wonderful player. Yeah. I really like him. It's just, uh, I mean, we've joked before, haven't we, about it might just be worth signing him so he doesn't play against us next season. But yeah, yeah it's a good shout. I went for uh, the fellow who's been on loan at West Brom, Grady Diangana, which always sounds like Dean and Agana oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dean and Adana, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think he'd be down the pecking order uh, at West Ham, so I think a, a loan is feasible, if uh, if nothing mm. else. Uh, eight goals, six assists in 1,800 minutes for West Brom, big part of their team. I guess the flip side is, you know, he may just be another Callum Robinson, you know, a, a wide attacker yeah. who is yeah, very yeah. good in the championship, but we already have Callum Robinson, so why bother? Do you think he's going to stay, by the way, now, Callum Robinson? He seems to be featuring a few videos, doesn't he? I don't know. I'm not sure I'd read yeah, on, too much on into the, that. Uh, on the training pitch, is, uh, there's a couple of videos in banging goals into the top corner and stuff. So I did see that. Yeah, he seems, loves, seems a... happy to be back. Benji seems happy generally, doesn't he? To be fair, he does, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's going for this season's preseason most valuable player award after uh, <laughs> after nailing it last season. Yeah. I mean, I, I, right now it doesn't make sense to sell him. I don't think because yeah, we cool, barely have any strikers. So unless uh, until we see some movement there. Um, I think we should definitely keep hold of him. Mm. Um, 
I would love us. I'd love Manuel Lanzini to be available. I, I swear he's underrated by West Ham. I think he's a magnificent player. Every time Doesn't... I've seen him, he's looked brilliant, and I'm always like, "Why is he not playing?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, then you get these things about like, "Oh, he didn't work hard enough." But I like, I've watched West Ham, and I swear he does. I think it's just mm-hmm. like a, it's like that classic flair player tag that they get of like, "Oh, he's yeah. so skillful, he didn't try." Like, mm. but I don't know. I, I doubt he'd be available to be honest for, for transfer anyway um, I'm just going to see how many games he played last season I don't think it was that many maybe like 20 or something like that yeah only only 14 starts played 24 games in total 1400 minutes yeah I think he's I think he'll be down the uh, down the pecking order for them as well I, mm-hmm. I'd love him but I suppose Dean and Agana is a more realistic signing um, and that brings us finally to I think I've got every team here yeah pretty sure this is everyone yep Wolves what you got Really difficult there. So another one with a mm. with a small squad, I think. Very small Wolves. squad, yeah. And I don't want this player, but the only one that really stood out realistically was Ryan Bennett as a cheap backup, as we were linked with him before. Yeah, it's not a bad shout, really. Uh, obviously, went on loan to Leicester, Leicester last yeah. season, didn't he? I don't think he yeah. got rave reviews at Leicester, to be honest. And I think he is pretty much an average centre half, but that's better than what we've got at the moment as a backup. Well, yeah, no centre half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It might well be uh, Jack Rodwell for all we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's yeah. back trading with us, isn't he, Jack Rodwell? So. Yeah, I guess until... Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll give him a new contract. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. It's um, not a bad shout. Uh, this is more left field. Much much less realistic. Uh, a loan deal for uh, Pedro Neto. Oh, yeah. Barely I like, I like played. this. <laughs> yeah, barely played last season because Jimenez, Jota and Traore were tremendous. Um, mm. only, I think in 900 minutes but you know good impact three goals three assists uh, yeah. he's obviously um, he's still pretty young they invested quite a bit in him the previous summer um, so very unlikely that they want to sell him permanently but yeah I, I don't you know you've got to assume that um, Wolves will be signing more in attack unless they're just going to give the extra more minutes to, to Neto instead but yeah I could see it as a, as a one year loan maybe that was uh that was my pick, but yeah, I think Ryan Bennett is probably much more realistic. I've just read, um, by the way, that Jack Wiltshire is getting released by West Ham. Well, he could be on the, uh, <laughs> on, the, oh, on, the on the Jack Rodwell's free trans free agents list. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, if I'd known that, he's he's probably no, number one, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Assuming he grand a week at West Ham, though. I was going to say, assuming he takes like a ninety percent pay cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, put you on the spot. Picking one out of all those players that, that you mentioned, who are one or who? Yes, yes, yes. Let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. Hang on, just bear with me. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun. Um, I was going to say Callum Chambers. Yeah, I think. Uh, I'd probably go Buendia, I think, out of all of them. Not including the Bournemouth and Norwich. Oh, OK. You're all right. Including Bournemouth, I'll probably go Josh King, if that's realistic. But more no, more, in, more interesting is probably uh, teams that didn't get relegated. So you think Callum Chambers... I think mm, Callum Chambers could be available uh, on, on a yeah. loan deal, and I think that could be. And, and if not him, I'd be tempted to, to have a crack at... Uh, uh, go on. Uh, the Conor Gallagher, sorry. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah, I think Chambers for me too. I think that's a big good competition for Baldock, who is probably asking a lot for him to play all three thousand eight hundred minutes, whatever the heck yeah, it was yeah, last yeah. season. And again, he yeah. can play centre half when Basham's thirty three. We know he's mm. fit in the world. I'm not. I'm not suggesting for one minute that we drop him, but yeah. it'd be good to have someone who can play both of those positions and not have to worry about it. Really. 
Yeah, good uh, good Swiss Army knife player. Yeah. I like that. Um, right, there we go. That was fun. And uh, we'll see see if any of these players end up anywhere other than the clubs they play for at the moment over yeah. the next few weeks. Um, final word this week. The fixtures obviously came out yesterday. Thoughts on the fixtures? Not, we play every team twice. We play every team twice. Do you know what? <laughs> and this is where it, it hits home again about no fans for me. I, I think know. we all look at fixtures and think, oh, that, that away day there or Boxing Day. And you, you know, it's it's just, to be honest, I'm not really that bothered. I, I'm just sort of, and I don't mean that in a negative, like, what's the point? Sort of, <laughs> but yeah. it does sort of, that, it does bring it home. That, well, it's weird because I don't know, other than the illegal <laughs> streaming that people are clearly going to do, obviously there's games up on TV, are there? Uh, no, it's it's back to normal it, television-wise. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to watch your team if because obviously the the championship clubs have got uh, what's it called? Oh, I follow. I follow. Yeah, um, yeah. The Premier Club don't have that, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. I imagine that there will be somewhere you can watch it that doesn't promote, <laughs> you know, buying a box yeah. from somewhere, but. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm less optimistic on that than you, to be honest. Um, I mean, I just don't see. It, it's just pushing people towards doing something that's illegal, surely. But yeah, yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a nice first month, I think. Wolves at home, Villa away, Leeds at home. Uh, obviously, you know, very frustrating. We're not going to be in attendance for those games. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've got a tough run after that. Uh, where yeah, Arsenal, Fulham, Fulham is the one standout, I suppose. But it's basically, the next five games uh, include Arsenal, Liverpool, City, and Chelsea. But yeah. overall, it's uh, it, it doesn't feel like after that, it doesn't feel like we have that horror show that we had in December, January this it's year. Three games played... in January, Charlie. We've got Tottenham at home, Man U away, Man City away. Obviously, that's incredibly difficult, but. Yeah, you're always going to get runs a game like that in the Premier League, aren't you? One or two games, you're like, yeah, not picking anything up there realistically. But exactly, I think last last year was so weird. Do you remember we played Man City twice in like four games or something like that, didn't we? Mm. With uh, with Liverpool and Arsenal and another really hard game thrown in there as well. I think. Uh, um, yeah, Liverpool we were, City twice, Liverpool Arsenal. Because we were all looking at the West Ham home game, going like, "God, we need to win that yeah, one, otherwise yeah. we're going to lose like six or seven in a row." Yeah. Um, on paper, it looks a nice finish to the season. Oh, I will to, say that. I'd say that. Yeah, Brighton, Tottenham, Palace, Everton, Newcastle, Burnley. I mean, not writing those teams off. They're as good as us, realistically. But yeah, if you're asking for a, a nice running, that's that's what you want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not too bad at all. Um, yeah, be be lovely to be able to get to some of these games. I, yeah, keep an eye out for. What if anything happens with limited crowds returning? I know that, um, what is it, uh, the level below National League, mm. uh, so step three in the English football pyramid, is allowing... The biggest attendances. <laughs> <laughs> the history yeah. of I, I think from t- tomorrow, actually, it's 15... Providing they meet certain requirements, I think 15% of uh, capacity is allowed in, and then if that goes well, they can up it to 30% or something. So, yeah, I'll be going to plenty of... Uh, non-league football I guess in the next few weeks to to, to fill this itch until we can uh, get back to the lane but yeah still still looks a long way off so yeah boo sad times <laughs> but we of course yeah I mean like I say yeah it's, it's difficult I, I don't want to predict what's going to happen and stuff but I, I would still personally be surprised if we get back this season to be honest I think this is going to be a pretty much a season behind closed doors to be honest and that's not great but 
let's just hope we stay up because then when the first game does come back, which we imagine we can't go on like this for two years, whatever happens, I wouldn't have thought. So no. we want to be in the Premier League for that game where everything's back open. Yeah, absolutely. Right, mate, let us finish there. Um, you are sat on a whole range of views from on uh, other players that we're yet to sign, aren't you? Is that... Oh, honestly, I've said the John Swift one's going off. It's like, <laughs> it's been in my, I've been on my laptop for that long. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's happening with Swift. Um, the other one I got with Robinson, which obviously fell through. It seems like yeah. every time I got a view from together, it fell through. So even Ramsdale, I got that view together, like or some views together, then Villa came in. So I'm just leaving it now. So if, it, if I don't immediately post it, that's why... I don't want to take yeah. fate, basically. <laughs> very, uh, very wise indeed. Yeah, so a little bit, a little bit quieter than I thought on the rumor front. Actually, the last really uh, quiet, really, so. real. I mean, Ramsdale will link fairly early on. I think, like, mm. no one knew if it were true or not. Other than that, I mean, I'm just looking now at the the S2 rumor mill. Like, and we've got Danny Welbeck, who was a player suggestion because he's off for a transfer. Not going to happen. Uh, we've got Ashley Fenwar. I presume's a joke. There's a uh, Loren from uh, Real Betis. Ivan Tony. I've heard Ivan Tony's a, a strong shout from certain sources, but yeah, I, I could get down with that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely realistic, isn't he? I think we definitely um, it, it definitely come to us. I don't think many other Premiership teams would be interested in him, but. No, probably not. Right, we'll we'll keep an eye on those. Uh, we'll be back uh, sooner than we were with this podcast, I'm sure, um, at some point next week. Uh, and yeah, maybe there'll be uh, another exciting signing out of nowhere that we have to jump on an emergency podcast for. Yeah, um, yeah watch this space, I suppose. Right, mate, where can people see uh, the views from Bournemouth on uh, on Rambo? As Rambo, he's known yeah. As... Uh, it's www.roysreviewfrom.com or at Panchero on Twitter. Top man. Uh, great. We will leave it there. Thank you very much for your time. Thank I'll, you. uh, I'll talk to you soon, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much to Andrew. Thank you very much to you, as always, for listening. And one final word just to say a thank you to another sponsor of BladesPod, the original sponsor of BladesPod, that is, of course, the Demblades fanzine. If for some reason you have not picked up this uh, this copy of the fanzine, then I cannot recommend it enough. I basically read it cover to cover as it arrived on my doorstep a few weeks ago. That is issue number five. It's 10 years of Blade. It's looking back on some some not so good times as United fans, as well as some good ones as well. Um, but I think adds uh, adds a little bit of extra context to just how good a season or a couple of seasons we've had under Chris Wilder. Um, you can pick it up from demblades.co.uk. I strongly recommend that you do so. You can even get a season ticket for the fanzine, uh, which gets you uh, four fanzines plus stickers and badges. That is available now. It is £20. It is well worth your money. Amazing articles in uh, in this fanzine, as, as indeed the previous editions as well. So, do check it out at denblades.co.uk. That's the last word from me. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to Blades Pod.